your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. In just under five months, the people of Limerick will vote for the first ever directly elected mayor in Ireland. But what does it mean for you and what candidates are in the race already? What more can we expect to try to simplify it for all of us, listeners and indeed myself? I'm joined now by Live 95's Nigel Dugdale. Good morning, Nigel. And let me say, I'm trying to simplify it for myself too, Joe. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. So to begin, summarise where we are at. Okay. So in June this year, hopefully, well, hopefully for some people, maybe not so hopefully for, for others, the people of Limerick will vote for the first time ever to elect a mayor for the city and county, which would be a directly elected mayor. So this mayor will be a mayor with a difference. We've seen over 600 mayors maybe in Limerick go over the over many centuries, I think since 1100, something like that. But these mayors were purely ceremonial. They would have cut ribbons. They wouldn't have had any powers whatsoever. Um so when our listeners vote for a mayor this year in June, not only will they be voting to decide who they want as our first citizen, they will also be deciding on somebody, a candidate, with the potential to make a difference for the city and county. So legislation has been drafted that these are the laws that will put it into power. So when we vote for it, that this will say what they're allowed to do. And the legislation has gone through the doll. The step now is that it goes through the Shannon. And once the Shannon say, yep, we're happy with that, then it will go to the president. He will sign it and it becomes law. And then... Um, the mayoral campaign should begin in earnest. And that's expected, I think, by the end of this month in the Senate. Nigel, remind me where the directly elected mayor concept came from. Yeah, so there's a lot of talk. I mean, we're, we're playing catch up here. You know, around Europe, this is this is second nature. Directly elected mayors are everywhere. Some work, some haven't been, been so successful. But there's been a lot of discussion around the autonomy the region's held. So what, what I mean by that is that Dublin tends to make the decisions for us. They tend to be the people with the purses. They tend to be the civil servants that make decisions about how the regions develop. So a lot of decision-making quite Dublin-centric when it came to investment particularly. So it was almost like Dublin as a capital was to the forefront when it comes to decision-making and uh, the regions playing second fiddle. So in other countries, directly elected mayors They've had powers and really they did have the ability to make a difference. Now, you could use examples like London, Paris and New York as classic examples. They have much bigger populations. But the concept of having a mayor was basically the beginning of devolved power, where Dublin would release a bit of power and let the regions, Limerick particularly, to have a say. And so in 2019, we held a, a plebiscite was put to the people to vote and Cork a and local Waterford, referendum a local referendum yeah and uh, Cork and Waterford were given a chance also Limerick said yes the other two said no so okay. that's where we got to here so um, as you mentioned Limerick did vote and the outcome was narrow enough but it went in the direction we were just of over 52 point I think 52.4 I think so it was a very narrow yes but it was a yes I don't think it was expected so that was about five years ago and the process takes time you know a lot of people have expressed frustration you know why does it take you know thousand thousand two hundred days to get this over the line but the fact is COVID hit over that period and lots of other rules had to come into play lots of other legislation needed to be drafted and uh 
when Limerick said yes, I think it probably did raise eyebrows. I don't think anyone in Ireland was expected to get this over the line. It was a test kind of vote and uh, we said yes. So that meant they had to move to the next stage. So it's been described as the most significant reform of local government since the foundation of the state. And so a group of citizens, business leaders, politicians and community activists, just after we voted yes, came together with uh, a well-known diplomat called Tim O'Connor, who was well-known in Limerick. And they basically put a series of recommendations to government. Uh, They presented it to government. It went through various stages and uh, people were asked what they wanted from a mayor. And the majority said, we want someone to make a difference, to make the local authority work harder, to have more housing, more amenities, more services and more safety. Once it was presented to government, uh, there was then we embarked on a journey really to develop legislation. Right. It took a while, but the process took a step forward late last year. Yes. So there's been a number of ministers involved over the last number of years getting this legislation to um, to the table. And Kieran O'Donnell, our Limerick Fine Gael TD, has this now under his remit. So the legislation was published last year. It then got through the doll just before Christmas. And it is now in before the Shannad getting ready to be signed into law. Right. Importantly now for listeners, what will they be voting for? So this is really important because it's about power, but it's also about a person with a vision for the future for the city and county. And remember, other mayors around Europe would be mayors for cities. In this instance, we are a city and county, which makes it a little bit more difficult because you will have rural issues and you will have urban issues going on at the same time. But we're not a massive region. So... Somebody with a vision for the future, someone who has who believes that when they come to us, they'll put forward that they can say they can represent Limerick nationally. It's been described to me, Joe, as if you can imagine a minister for Limerick, somebody who can literally pick the phone up to the Taoiseach. They're not at cabinet, but they can say, look, this needs to be done. That needs to be done. And the Taoiseach's job is to listen. Under the legislation, the mayor will take on a number of executive functions, this, the technical stuff, but basically strategic development, housing and building, road transport and environmental services would be what the mayor will be in charge of. The mayor would be able to meet government ministers under law, from what I can understand, during the year. So basically they'll participate in a Limerick mayor and government consultative forum along with the Minister for Housing. And they'll basically be able to knock on the door and say to ministers, time for our meeting, come on, let's have a discussion around what happens here in Limerick. Someone I've spoken to, uh, or some, some people I've spoken to, have expressed concerns over whether the role has enough power which could result in the mayor being ineffective. And that is very fair. My, my reading of this and talking to lots of different people is that, look, because it was so Dublin-centric, as we said earlier, they're not going to allow Limerick to just go off on its own and do whatever the hell we want from here on in. Bit by bit, we could start to see a drip feed. If we get a strong candidate or a candidate that is effective, you might start to see more powers being released. But since the foundation of the state, it's been the Dublin-based civil servants who've called the tune and uh, no one enjoys handing over power, but we might just see more of it being relinquished to the Mayor of Limerick over the coming years. Right, we uh, have this explainer this morning from Live 95's Nigel Dugdale and we will also podcast it. you catch a little bit of it on video as well. Why should we care about this, Nigel? Because for the first time in Ireland the electorate, the people, your vote will have a decision and an opportunity to choose who leads the future development of the county. Now, it's not Cork, it's not Galway, it's not Waterford, it's not Athlone, it's Limerick. And this is 
fundamentally... When you say the county, you mean the city and county. The city and county. It's Limerick City and County. The powers probably won't be perfect initially. We will have... uh, There will be some powers and there'll definitely need to be a bit of adjustment. But if it works, we could see a game-changing moment in how Limerick advocates for itself. Remember, as we said earlier, Minister for Limerick, think like that. And it's a test case for other city and counties. The winning candidate will be voted in by the people of Limerick. So you, me and all the others who vote, all our listeners out there, the person that we elect will be accountable to you and me. So if they're not doing a good job or if we think we need to pull them up, we're in the we can we can have the powers to do that. They'll be strong. They will form strong relationships with councillors and council staff. They'll need to do that. But the mandate from the people of Limerick County will be what makes this role powerful. And people that I'm speaking to are describing the role as not perfect, but a significant step forward in terms of giving greater power to the regions. And remember, the population is growing in Ireland. Dublin is reaching saturation point. Somewhere is going to have to be balanced. And if we have someone advocating for Limerick and doing it well, who knows where we could go. What length is the term and what salary will the directly elected mayor be on? So the mayor will be paid just under €152,000 a year. Now, people will say, that's a huge amount of money, etc. It's a big job. And it's a big job when you compare the salary to other major you know, salaries. You have to attract good quality people. But we can look at them with the salary another day. But the mayor will have a staff of up to five people. There will be an office for five years to coincide with the term of elected councillors, meaning we would tend to probably vote at every local election. And uh, the mayor will be limited to a maximum of two terms. So who is in the race so far? And what's the status of political parties who are yet to announce? Right. So... um the first official candidate was Green Party TD Brian Ledden, who announced and speaking to Live 95 News, I think in December, he said that the development of wind energy in the region and improvements in public transport infrastructure would be a key part of his manifesto. So he's officially hat is in the ring. And uh, in recent weeks, then we heard from well-known Limerick businesswoman Helen O'Donnell, who confirmed she is seriously considering a run for the role. She stepped down from a role in the Hunt Museum Cafe last year, but is very involved in the likes of Team Limerick Cleanup and Limerick Tidy Towns and is also involved in um, Paul Partnership as of late. Uh, last week, we saw a press release come in from former Secretary General at the Department of Finance, John Moran, who also said he is seriously considering putting his hat in the ring. When you hear seriously considering, you're pretty much certain they want to run unless something goes goes pear-shaped, in my view. Uh, he said he's preparing to launch a website encouraging people to register to vote. A source I spoke to in Fianna Fáil, close to Fianna Fáil, confirmed to Live 95 News that the party leader, Micheál Martin, is in advanced discussions with a candidate who has expressed an interest in the role and the party will expect to make a, a candidate announcement shortly. So there will be someone from Fianna Fáil. Sinn Féin have yet to officially announce. However, a party source has confirmed they will be running a, a candidate for the role. Interestingly, Sinn Féin senator, because the legislation is in the Shannon at the moment, it's the the last chance for people to make a change and Paul Gavin is arguing there's just not enough powers and he's trying to get more but it probably will stay the same but that's what the Sinn Féin situation is. Labour have said they are starting a consultation process with local members meaning members, elected members and general members of the party with a view to opening a selection process. Fine Gael haven't officially responded to me to my question as to whether they'll run a candidate. Um, the interesting one on this one, Helen O'Donnell would have lots of links with um, Fine Gael with, with her husband Tom and her nephew Kieran O'Donnell drafting the legislation 
legislation. So whether Helen runs as an independent candidate endorsed by Fine Gael or whether she runs as independent or does she run for Fine Gael. That's something that's been talked about a lot. Richard O'Donoghue's new partner, part, or part political party, has hinted they will run a candidate. Um, obviously, that would be an independent party. Or, but I think they're called the independent party. And they've yet to confirm how that candidate will be selected. And Social Democrats were also contacted but have yet to give us confirmation as to where they stand. And very briefly, there are ways for people outside of the party process to put their hand up as well for this. One hundred percent. I mean, yeah, I, I need to look back at that. I think it's yeah. about a number of signatures you get, etc. But I mean, let's say you've a retired business person who's shown that they can run multi-billion euro companies, and they decide Limerick is my interest. There's nothing stopping them putting their hat in the ring. Michael O'Leary could come down and say he wants he's changed the skies. He might as well change Limerick. He would be entitled to do it. Um, there has, I think, there is something in the legislation around whether or not you have to be a resident in Limerick. There's that. There's something around that. But but yes, it's open to anyone. But I would say, and I think the final thing I'd say on this is that this needs to be treated in 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 the view of people I spoke to over the weekend. It's apolitical. You know, when we're electing political parties, you know, in elections and stuff, they go up and they fight amongst themselves in the doll. This is an individual who needs to be someone who can lead Limerick. And in some senses, you 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 need to park the, the political stuff and, and vote for the candidate. OK, I think very important that uh, we do that and that you did this this morning. As I say, we will podcast it. People can hear it again at the repeat uh, tonight from midnight of Limerick today and we'll pop up some video of you chatting to us about it as well. Thank you very much. Live 95's Nigel Dugdale on the directly elected mayor for Limerick. Your views, your news, your Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live.